And here we go. Another episode of the Patrick Carr Show. Of course, appreciate you guys joining us here today. And I got a question to open up this one. You ever, like, I don't know, you ever gone to a PTA meeting or maybe you're taking your kids to gymnastics? I don't care. Any basketball game in Pee Wee or uh, some, some football thing. I don't know where your kids join it. And you walk up to a parent and they start talking about how great their kid is. And they all say the same thing. Oh, my kid is so awesome. Oh, he does this, this, and this. And you're sitting there like, oh, that's really cool. And then you meet the kid. And he's a real brat, just a jerk. And you're sitting there thinking like, she thinks this kid is good? Oh, my gosh. One day with this kid, I couldn't stand. But then maybe your kid's a good kid. I don't know. Maybe he's just as bad. Not sure where you stand. But what I can tell you from my personal experience is there's some kids very young in life who get it. And there's some others in life, they don't. So it got me thinking, all right, what lessons should we actually be teaching children these days? All over the news, we hear these, uh, the Fox Newses, MSNBCs, and you go down the list of papers that are on your Apple feed. There's all these talks about what kids shouldn't be able to learn and the curriculum in schools. But I'm a believer that there are some core lessons every parent should teach their child. And if you teach your child these lessons, they will be better for it. Now, you can argue over what someone should learn inside of a school, but I would say that these lessons right here for sensible people, the only reason you don't teach them is because you've forgotten them. And so this may be a reminder for you. It may just be something that, I don't know, reassures you that there are people who believe what you believe, and I believe these are the lessons to teach children that count. Not the stuff like, you know, what are we going to teach them about sex ed or whatever else they're trying to talk about. You, You tell your kid this stuff right here, And they're going to be a better person later in their life for it. And stick with them, all right? Here we go. First thing I was going to say, you are never above anybody in life. And no one is above you. If you teach your kid that and you truly embody it, a person, a little person is going to become a big person that is good. You know, I'm I'm reminded last night um, we were at an event and a, a woman was having a little too much to drink. Often I think you remember this. And uh, she spilled a drink everywhere. Now, I'm not saying that person's a bad person by any means at all. But as I sat there and I thought, what would my reaction be to this? Well, it'd be to put that drink down, pick it all up, let me get a towel. Let me... And so I, I found myself a couple minutes later, I'm picking up the ice off the floor, and that girl's not around. Now, again, no, I don't think there was anything malicious here. She was just drunk, right? But it means something. You know, when you spill a drink on someone's floor, even if it's at, you know, even if it's just in, you know, not your floor, somebody has to pick that up, everyone. I see another guy kicking it underneath. Like, no, 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 pick it up. You're not, somebody, well, they, they're paid to do that. If you're that person who believes there's somebody who's paid to do something when you do something wrong, eh, you're, you're a jerk. I mean, there's no other way to say that. You obviously, in that case, didn't learn this lesson from your parents. Pick stuff up. A waiter is not below you. A waiter is not above you. They're not there to be your, you know, the person who cleans up after you. That's not what they're there for. Treat people right. It goes down to bartenders at bars and waitresses. It comes down to how you treat women. Look at people that no one's above anybody, and you're surely not above anyone. And you teach your kid that to look at people with respect and go, you're the same as me. I'm not going to put hardship on your life, and you don't do that to me either. No one's above anyone. Money doesn't matter. Instagram profiles. No one is above anyone. You should walk into any meeting with your head held high knowing we are on the same playing field. 
never anything else. Have pride in who you are as a man and as a woman and allow other people to have pride in who they are by not putting them down. Such a big lesson to embody. Second thing I have here, and I've told this before, but I'm just going to say it again because I'm going to drive it home. Your problems are your problems and nobody else's. No one likes to hear about your problems. So if you sit down with a kid and you tell that kid, hey, listen, when you're having an issue in life, stop. Stop telling me about it. Start being a person of purpose who can solve their own problems in life. That's such a key, in my opinion. Understanding that people are paid in life, whether by money or status, based on the problems they can solve. The, the size of the problem determines the size of your income. So if there are other people that can do something better than you, then learn to be better than them and solve your own problems. That's the key. So if no one's better than you and you're not better than anybody, what can separate you is the size of the problems that you can solve. If you can critically think and learn and get ahead of that person quicker, then you can have your income go up, you can have your life go up, you can be on a track that they can't even catch because they can't solve the damn problems that you do because you put in the time to make it happen. I would also tell kids this, college is overrated. If you're out there thinking to yourself right now as a parent, I can't wait to get my kid to college. I'm in the college fund that I have for him. Stop. Stop paying for college. Think about what these kids wants to do. There are so many options. They basically just give college away on grants at this point. So if you don't have the money for it, why don't you go ahead and invest that money for, for your child? Why don't you teach them how to invest money, Think, skills that will really matter? Come college, they can go party anywhere. I promise. All right. They can promise or they can party in the military. They can party if they're a line cook, if they're a waiter. It doesn't matter. I assure you, besides a couple of degrees that rarely somebody is going to go get, like become a doctor or maybe an attorney, um, then the other liberal arts degrees, you'll learn more being in the real world than you ever will being behind a desk. College is overrated. Go find what you want to do. Go screw up early in life from 18 to 27. Screw up. Take a chance on yourself. That is a lesson of confidence that a parent can instill in a child, not a, well, you have to go to college for four years, get a university and get a degree. Oh, my gosh. I mean, when are we going to get over this? We're going to realize it's a complete ripoff and college has just been padded by government. And now it's just basically a way for people just to make a lot of money. You can go, you can go root on your favorite college team without ever having to go there, okay? I did it. Or I, I did it. I, I went to college. I rooted for that team. Didn't help me out at all later in life. The degree did nothing for me. We're going to be right back to that episode. But let me ask you a question. Contractors, homeowners, anybody that's doing restoration, have you ever looked up at a roof and said, man, that thing is ugly? I'm sure you have. You've, you've gone through your community. You pulled up to your own house. And contractors every day see roofs that look like crap. However, though, what can you actually do about it? Until recently, there were only two options. You could repair the roof or you could replace the entire thing. Both of those very expensive. Until now, roof rejuvenation is the newest thing in roofing. This means you don't have to have it replaced or pay for that costly repair. You can do a fraction of the cost and get your roof looking brand new. This is not a roof cleaning or some gimmick. Uh, my friends over at Ugly Roof have absolutely perfected the process of putting oil back into your shingle. See, the way it works with a shingle is the older it gets, there's granulation, falls off the shingle, and then it gets brittle. It breaks. When you have those things, your roof starts to fall apart. 
With Ugly Roof, you put the oil back into the shingle, giving it that life and that rich feeling, that rich look from the, from the road so you look great. In addition to that, it gives the pliability back to the shingle, meaning it works like brand new. I've talked to the guys over there, Ty and John, they've got studies where these things are renewing shingle back to how they were 10 years before they did the process. It only takes half of a day to get it on and get that thing working so that you can protect your roof without all the cost. Contact Ugly Roof, it's uglyroof.com. I'll have all their information across the bottom. And don't repair, don't replace, rejuvenate your roof with Ugly Roof. And now, back to the podcast. Last thing I wanna say, this goes for like your 11 to 13 year olds. They need to understand that porn is a drug. I'm big on this right now because I think men are not talking about it and they, they, everybody's doing it, everybody's watching it, so it's become accepted. When I was a kid, you used to get like 10 second clips on dial up internet. Now people can see, who knows, I mean, you can see anything you want to see now. Just open up your phone, and literally in seconds, you've got the, the hit that you need to your dopamine. I'm not saying you're going to stop your kid from, from watching what they shouldn't watch, but at least you should have a realistic understanding of what they're getting themselves into. And to say it's anything other than a possible or is an addiction for people is a lie. So have the talk that you would have with your kids about, I don't know, about social media use or about drugs or about alcohol. Why are you not having that talk with them about porn? Because you know what? It's got a negative stigma around it. We need to stop that. Parents, start talking with your kids. They're going to be happier in life the earlier that you get with them to start making that decision. I love this one. should be self-explanatory, but who knows? Now it seems that we can't even define what this person is. But treat, treat a woman with respect. And respect is not yelling at somebody. Respect is actually treating a woman like you should. Open some doors, gentlemen, all right? Walk on the right side of the darn street. If you don't know what that is, throw it in the comments. I'm sure we'll have some guys set you right. You know, shake hands with somebody's father. Go to, go to Thanksgiving and, and be a gentleman and represent her the right way. Give gifts when you're supposed to. Don't forget birthdays. Remember anniversaries because she matters to you. Get out there and treat her with respect in front of people so that people look at her and go, man, that's a man that truly loves her. Men act like men not like boys, treat a woman with respect. You should tell them that basically anything you get that's given to you ain't worth it. You get somebody that gives you something, somebody just says, hey, we're, gonna, we're gonna just going to do this for you, it's probably because they have something they want in return. Be skeptical of people who give you too much without you earning it. What do they want? And I wish I could tell the world that, hey, you know, people are all good. But the fact is, there's a lot of negative people in this world, and there's a lot of bad. And so if you are willing to go ahead and be taken advantage of, that's on you. But you teach your kids that anything not earned is something to be skeptical of, and you need to give it thought. Number eight came from doing a lot of these podcasts. And frankly, I didn't learn this very well as a child, which is to shut up and listen to people. Um, on our team, I oftentimes ask people around me right here, what would you do? What do you think is best? Not because, well, it is because I, sometimes I just don't have a clue, all right? But oftentimes they will have better ideas than what I will. That doesn't mean I'm dumb. It means I'm smart enough to at least ask the question. What do you think we should do? How should we do it? And then ideas start flowing, all right? Uh, and I was, we were in the car it was last night and you know we're going back and forth. How should we do this? Well, could we use this? And, and the ideas start flowing. But people aren't even willing to have that conversation because they always think that they're right. Ask questions, all right? 
stop and listen to what people have to say. Don't just talk and just to, for the chance of talking. Listen to people. They probably know more about something than what you do. In my case, they normally know mo- more about everything. And th- the reason I do this show is oftentimes what I do is just kind of pick at what I've learned from other people and then try to apply it and hope that you apply it in your life. That's not dumb. That's learning that other people have things to offer that you don't. Take a chance and listen to somebody. You might be surprised what your kids are willing to learn if you teach them the lesson early in life. Plus, let's be honest, people like to talk, so they'll probably like you more too or like your child more. Approach every problem this way. Ben Shapiro, if you're familiar with the guy, if you don't, you should go watch some entertainment online. Ben Shapiro is a guy who does a lot of debates at colleges, and he'll sit up there and people just you know, come to the mic to debate with him or tell him what a piece of POS he is. Um, but they oftentimes ask him a question trying to somehow put the guy into a corner that is awkward and never works. And so during an interview, they asked Ben Shapiro, how do you do this? How do you not get angry or anything with the people that are in front of you? It seems like that would be the thing to do. And his answer was that anytime someone comes at him with a question or that disagree with him, he tries to look at it and say, what is the thing that me and this person have in common? And almost always, unless they are a malicious person, what you both want to accomplish is the same thing. Anybody who gets in an argument with you, they usually want the same thing that you do. You just have to work backwards to figure out what that thing they want is and how you both can accomplish it because it might be in different ways. Everybody wants to solve world, world hunger. Nobody wants a war. Everyone wants their marriage to work out unless they've just fallen out of love with the person. Everyone wants their kids to be great kids. But that parent over there might have a different way of their kid being great than what you do. And if two kids don't get along, now the parents probably have to talk, right? So they may disagree on why their kid was wrong or if they were wrong, but you probably both want to solve the problem because you want your kids to live in harmony. If you're both good parents, you're also trying to make sure you look out for your child so you don't want to be that parent who's a pushover. You both really want the same thing, but there's just a disagreement in how you both want to get there. So try with your kids to to look at people's lives, to look at why they disagree, and to say, you know what, maybe we both want the same thing, But our experience in life has us looking at it a slightly different way. So start your problems with what you both have in common. You could say start your problems with a solution. And last thing I want to go over here. Kids should know that everything is their fault. And you're like, well, that would would suck to be a kid if everything is my fault. No, you have to teach them a lesson in the right way. Kids will constantly, and they're young, they'll blame other people. Say, uh, you know what, so-and-so did this, or in sports, you know, he's not any good. But, but you know, they'll just go off. Because, hey, listen, I'm going to talk like I want I'm a kid. I'm, I know what I'm good at. And they'll spout it off that somebody else was at fault. The teacher's not a good teacher, which is why I got a bad grade. That kid was doing something to me or to my friend. That's why I got in a fight and got suspended. It is always, for some people, somebody else's fault. And no one likes that child. And surely no one wants to associate with that adult. So start teaching your kids this. Before you open your mouth and blame somebody else, you need to open your mouth and blame you for everything. Because that's the kind of person who takes responsibility in their life, who when their business fails, go, yep, that's not on me. That ain't on employees of mine. Who, when something goes wrong, they go, yep, that's on me. I messed up here. Be that person. Don't be the person who stands there and looking at other people like they're the problem. No, you're the problem. Always. How you react to a situation is 100% in your control. 
what happens to you or the people around you is not. Teach your kids this, and they will be more capable adults. It's not hard, parents. It's not hard to stop the conversation when your 11-year-old is starting to blame her best friend for, I don't know, why Bobby doesn't like her. You can stop. Stop right there. You're not blaming anybody. You just need to look at yourself, and we can stop this conversation. Now, once you've realized what you did wrong or where the friendship has gone astray, let's come back and let's have that conversation together. But that is where things start to happen right there. When children take responsibility for who they are, they turn into adults who take accountability. That's a big lesson. I hope everyone heard that for what you can teach your kid to be a better and more productive adult. So in closing, everyone, go ahead and teach kids a great lesson that is, you know, it's always going to be their fault. And to approach a problem, understanding that you probably both have the same solution. If you shut up and listen, you can probably do that. Um, understanding that things come too easy, probably not worth it, but I'm telling you what it is treating a woman with respect and women are not the same people you're going to see in porn. Make sure that they understand that. And also that, Hey, listen, money is not going to make you happy. Social media is just a TV reality show. Uh, another reality show is college cause it's completely overrated. Um, and finally, Hey, listen, um, you are, you, you're never above anybody. doesn't matter where you're at in life. If you're in that college, if you're waiting those tables, or you're growing up into a productive adult, never put yourself above anyone else. Hope you guys found this one to be productive. All my parents out there, but I think it's a great lesson for adults. I think there's things you can take accountability and go, huh, maybe I've gotten a little bit away from that. And if you have, get back on track, all right? Start taking accountability and doing things the right way. If you like this kind of stuff, go ahead and comment. Of course, subscribe. Uh, we try to come out with some of the stuff to help better your life, make you a better leader, parent, entrepreneur every single week. Hopefully, if nothing else, you listen to us on YouTube, Apple, Spotify. You can find us anywhere like there, including Rumble, where we try to put all this stuff out for your viewing and listening pleasure. Until next time, everybody, thank you very much for joining The Patrick Carr Show. Make it a great week.